It's auction time, it's auction time, it's time to begin the auction. Folks, you're in the right place at the right time. My name is Lance Walker, fast talker of Walker Auctions in Memphis, Tennessee. Welcome to the Time to Sell program. Wait a minute, all bid now 25, would you bid 125, 125 bid now 1 half, would you bid 150, 150 bid now 75, would you bid 175, 175 bid now 2, would you bid 200, 225, 250 bid now 75, would you bid 75. I am sold on Walker Auctions. Man, I am too, I tell you. This is Lance Walker, fast talker with Walker Auctions in Memphis, Tennessee. Who's to my left there? It'll be Eric Walker. And if that sounds like a family affair, that's because it is. Folks, we are Walker Auctions, and uh, we are auctioneers, like Lance said, in Memphis, Tennessee. We're a family business. We've been doing this for about 40 years, 45, 40-ish. The years get longer as they go by. (laughs) And what we do is we sell real estate and personal property at auction. We utilize the uh, online auction method or we utilize the live auction method. And uh, here lately, online auctions have really uh, taken over for us. People seem to like that better, both buyer and seller. And uh, so we're going to talk about some of the auctions that we have coming up. We do, uh, like I said, real estate, personal property auctions. We also do several benefit auctions. We've got a couple of those we'll talk about as well. But uh, if you are in need of, uh, you have some property to sell, whether it be a house, contents, or both, perhaps it's land, it's a commercial property, could be your business uh, equipment, or maybe you're liquidating your business, you can give us a call at 901-322-2139. That's 901-322-2139. That's Walker Auctions. Either Lance or Terry will, or Eric will talk with you about it and uh last year we had i think somewhere close to about 150 auctions Mm -hmm. and uh, that kept us pretty busy so uh yes (laughs) we uh uh, most of our auctions are done about i would say 100 mile radius of memphis and uh but we do go out from that and uh also i'm president of the national auction association and that causes me to travel a great deal i'm going to be in iowa this weekend so uh, looking forward to that, to the speaking of their auctioneers conference. Eric, let's talk about the auctions that we have on our website. And, folks, if you want to look on your website, go to walkerauctions.com. That's with an S, walkerauctions.com. You'll see the auctions we have up, and we have some more we're working on. We'll talk about that, too, when we get through. But, Eric, what's our first one that's going to close here before long? Hey, here coming up tomorrow, uh, this will be on Sunday, we have a toy auction closing. Oh. Uh, lots and lots of great looking toys. Um, some of these are collectible in the box, really high quality. Um, I mean, you know, the, they're like action figures in this auction that are going for, you know, 80 bucks. Um, these are Star Wars toys, World of Warcraft toys, Marvel toys, lots of uh, Legos uh, that are in really good shape. Um in the box kind of stuff. So if you're looking for something neat to put on your shelf or you want to buy something for um, a son or daughter, uh, this would be the auction for you, certainly. You know, Eric, we've uh, got these from a a, a collector. And yes. he had a warehouse full, or, or excuse me, storage unit yes. full. Yes. And uh, filled my warehouse just about up. Yeah. <laughs> we've made a dent. 
I don't know if we're halfway we through. We are slowly <laughs> eking these out. We're trying to maximize uh, quantity sold versus price brought. So that's that's what, how we can best help our, our seller. The buyers uh, seem to love these toys, so we're excited to be able to sell them. They do. And, and uh, I mean, anywhere from Star Wars to uh, uh, Harry Potter, all kinds of toys. They're still in the package, most of them, aren't they? brand new in the package the vast majority of these are in the package yeah. um he so, he bought and collected these over the years and uh now he's having us sell yeah. them off so it's really worthwhile to go to our website walkerauctions.com the auction is called more toys dc lego star wars and more i'm starting to run out of creative names for these <laughs> so i'm just just listing these off Hey, what if I need a piano, Eric? Would we have one? Well, hey, sale? you can sure get one coming up. Okay. Uh, folks, I, I, I do need to tell you, um, as long as you have the muscle to move it, a piano might be the best place. Uh, I'm sorry, an auction might be yes. the best place to buy a piano. They are always a bargain, aren't they? Uh, well, and to be <laughs> fair, they're rather heavy uh, yes. and difficult to get out. Uh, there are a lot of circumstances where we will elect to not sell a piano for a seller. Yeah. But we have a great one coming up here that you would be wise to bid upon. Um, there's also a beautiful pool table in this. Yes. Some great. This is the the uh, first of two auctions that we will have out of this uh-huh. property. Okay. Um, so we're we're excited for that, and we'll actually be selling the home as well. Beautiful house in Cordova. It so. is. Yep, it is in Cordova and uh, nice little area. And like you say, pool table and a piano. So bring strong back. That's right. Uh, vintage we, typewriter, um, lots of great kitchen utensils, high quality washer and dryer. So just great opportunity with this one. And Eric, on that pool table, we strongly suggest that you get a professional mover for that. Yeah. Those, uh, it, it, the problem with pool tables is that they have a uh, usually a granite slate under that felt. Um, and that probably weighs three to four hundred pounds. Um, you can't pick that up by yourself. No, no way. Um, so if you show up by yourself and start trying to take the pool table apart, we may end up having to tell you to come back later. Um, but it is a beautiful piece. There are companies in Memphis that will move that for you. Um, and you will buy it for substantially less than you would have uh, had you bought it new. So it's a, it's a 98 by 55 by 33 inch, uh, tea green felt brown wood has some minor scratches on it. Uh, you can see the pictures, but basically it's in it's in good shape. Uh, slate, of course, underneath. And uh, if you're needing a pool table to add to your game room, this will be a great deal for you. 901-322-2139. We're Walker Auctions. The program is called Time to Sell right here on KWAM Radio. And we're going through some of the auctions we have. And, and again, that one is in Cordova. And uh, it'll close in a few days. So take a look at it on our website. Eric, what else we got coming up? Well, I tell you, we have a uh, property listed in Moscow uh, here today. Um, that is beautiful. Uh, uh, it's got this uh, like fantastic two acres, uh, plenty of space. Um, the house itself is about, I think it's twenty five hundred square feet, and then it has an in law suite um, in the backyard um, to shove anybody that you don't like. Uh, but still has to live with you. So, uh, but there's a great shop as well. Yeah. Um, for for anything you need to do. So, tons of space. If you want to go have a look at that house, give me a call. Nine zero one four nine one zero seven nine three. Beautiful house in Moscow, Tennessee. Super quiet. Very quiet out there. Been out there several times, and it is. It's uh, 
if you want some peace and quiet and tranquility, it's that's where it is. Yeah, uh, uh, the house needs a little work on it, but it's still it's a basically sound house. The, well, uh, you say basically sound. Yeah. I mean, it was built in uh, the mid nineties, mm-hmm. um, and it hasn't been updated aesthetically since then. But the the pieces, the quality, yeah. the the construction methods, the guy used to build it uh, are are top notch. Very good. Yep. You come in and do some aesthetic changes, and you've got a great great yep. house. And the extra uh, large two car garage. And then a carport attached to it has a big parking pad out front for even more cars. So if you want to entertain, great place to do that. Uh, that uh, that shed out back, it could be a parking space if you want to park in it. It's big Certainly. enough. Yeah. Uh, but he used it as a workshop. It's what I do with it. Uh, great place for a workshop. And then, of course, like you say, you got the extra one-bedroom house behind it. It's going to need a little work, too, but... Uh, you know, a good place to, uh, if you want to rent it out or if you place to keep some of your relatives or whatever, you've got two houses on one lot yep. and, uh, and, uh, got a nice little, uh, uh, water fountain there in, in between them. Mm-hmm. Great neighbors. So, uh, take a look at that in Moscow, Tennessee. It's on our website, walkerauctions.com. And, uh, if you want to look at it, just give us a call. Eric, give them your phone number. Yeah. So, it's going to be 901 491 zero seven nine three four nine one zero seven nine three eric would be glad to show it to you and uh hey and you know what else uh we have up right now actually we have a great uh firearm auction yes we do Uh, lots of great uh pistols we have two count them two uh browning auto five uh light 12 shotguns these are fantastic up and gain fire um uh shotguns great for hunting uh, just beautiful guns, and then there's a, a savage version of that. That's a, a mimic of that Auto Five. Um, but uh, there's some bullpup shotguns in there. Um, there are some a double barrel. There, yeah, yes. there is a double barrel shotgun in there, yeah. I believe. It's um, a ten. Say it again. Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. That ten gauge. Yeah. That's super neat. <laughs> yeah, that's gotta hurt to shoot. Um, <laughs> But uh, lots of great uh, stuff. That's actually in Missouri. Yeah. In so Pink, we Pink time, Missouri, an hour and a half north. That's right. We are. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're gonna. We're licensed in Missouri. You don't have to be licensed in Missouri. We do yeah. conduct auctions in Missouri. Yes. Uh, both for real estate um, and uh, personal property. And this uh, individual actually had us in her. Uh, is this the the will? Yes. The, yeah. This individual had our will. will. Yeah. Um, we're honored to be a part of that. Uh, also in that, there's a couple of 38 specials. Yeah, pistols. there's a lot. There's a, mm-hmm. uh, two or three snub-nosed mm-hmm. revolvers. Yep. Um, I think there's, there's a couple of 357 Magnums. There are, uh, I think there's a Ruger 22 in there as well. There's some neat, 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 neat guns there. So we're excited for that. Some tactical shotguns too. Yeah. Uh, those are right, really yeah. cool. Those are super neat. <laughs> yeah. You uh, want something to scare a robber away with, <laughs> you can have at it. Yeah, that scares you just kind of looking at it. <laughs> yeah. And again, that's uh, on our website at walkerauctions.com, www.walkerauctions.com. And uh, um, that auction again is in Haytown, Missouri. It's H A Y T I, one and a half hours north, just off of Interstate 55. That's where Terry and I are from originally and uh, moved here, what, 35 years ago or whatever. So uh, that's, that's that's our old home place. 
and so we still have a lot of friends there no people there and we have several buyers that from haytown that buy at our auctions here in memphis oh yes and uh like this we uh one thing about us is we we do have a a very good buying clientele we have a lot of what i call regular buyers they're they're on the site just about every day uh and auction is a great way to buy something to save money and uh it's competitive bidding and so it's very easy to get on our site you just go on and register you do that with but with your name and address and phone number uh put in a credit card we have a very secure site and that's how you pay for it at the end. And uh, uh, you make up a username and a password. And, and that's just you. Only you know that. So that's uh, we, we ask you to make sure you keep up with that. And that's how you log in to every time you want to bid. And that protects you your privacy in bidding so that no one can bid in your place. Only you can. And uh, also on our system, we it's called Max Bidding. And instead, of, if you don't want to just go back and forth, let's say you want to buy that pool table we've got for sale in Cordova, and you say to yourself, well, if I, you know, I'd give uh, $500 for that pool table, but you don't want to go back and forth all the time. If you put it $500 in your in that top slot, it's called max bid, then the system will bid for you up to that amount. So if the bid's at $25 and uh, someone outbids you at 30 it would put you back in at 35 and it would just keep doing that. It would bid for you to your maximum amount. And then once you reach your maximum amount, it doesn't bid for you anymore, but it'll send you an email and say, Hey, you're out. Yep. You want to bid again? If you want to bid again, you certainly can. So that's a feature that people really like about our sales. That they don't, if they put in that max bid, then they don't have to keep going back and forth and wonder if they're the high bidder. Uh, so, uh, most of our auctions are selling at uh, absolute auction, and then uh, uh, well, most of our auctions sell at absolute auction, and uh, there's no reserve. However, sometimes there is. Eric, explain the difference between absolute and reserve. Sure. Um, so an absolute auction is where the auction sells to the highest bidder regardless of price. Um, so if you if if we're selling something and we market it as we always do. And we get it out to everybody that we can. Um, and at the end of the day, that thing only brings $5. Well, guess what? You bought it for $5, uh, plus the buyer's premium. Then, uh, the reserve format is where the seller says, Hey, I, I would have sell this, but I don't want to sell it for less than X amount. Uh, I don't want to sell it for less than 500 bucks. So at auction, we sell it, uh, listed as having a reserve. Now, you don't have to state uh, that something is being sold at a reserve. It's that you're not actually legally obligated to do that. Uh, but it's better business to disclose things to the people that are bidding on the auction. So we like to tell people, hey, this is being sold at reserve. Uh, we're not going to tell you what the reserve is. We like to keep that private. Um, but just know that uh, unless the website tells you that that reserve has been met, this item will not sell um, at this auction. So let's say you like the item, you bid it up to three hundred dollars of that five hundred dollars, and then uh, and uh, uh, it says, "Hey, didn't meet the reserve. This didn't sell." You're going to get a call from from one of us here at the office 
saying, hey, thank you so much for bidding on the auction. The seller was actually wanting $500 for that item. Would you be willing to give that? You could say, yeah, actually, I, I would be willing to give that. Or, you know, no, I wasn't willing to do more than my 300 that I put in. And then we go kind of back and forth and do kind of a, a reverse auction with the seller <laughs> coming down from a price, which we don't like doing, but that's that's part of the game. So um, we have found that absolute auction in a well-marketed auction uh, gives you the best, most accurate results for selling yeah. just about any asset. Um, and and the results that you get are from people that can buy and want to buy. Um, and those are ha- those results are how you're going to make the immediate money that, that you want. Um, uh, almost everything in a personal property auctions is sold absolute. Uh, our real estate auctions are almost always sold with reserve, and that's very common. Um, uh, but you know, some specific nice things, we will sell at reserve in our personal property auctions. It just kind of depends. Yes. And you know, we, we don't take something on reserve unless we feel like we can get it sold. Yeah. That's and, another and, thing too. You know, we, we don't want to waste your time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it doesn't look good for us to have a bunch of stuff that doesn't sell. Right. We had yeah. a, an auction recently that, uh, I took, um, simply because I wanted to, to sell the stuff. I thought it was good looking. Um, and I took the risk on it, you know, hitting the reserves and it didn't, and that's okay. That's yep. part of it. We, uh, uh, I, I remember, uh, well, it's been two years ago. I think now we t- sold a piece of real estate and we turned them down at least twice. And then the third time we said, if you'll sell it absolute, we'll sell it. And that was the lot downtown, the old, uh, yeah, ba- battery, um, where they made batteries. That was an interesting and, and setup. That, and I want to tell you, the absolute auction is what got that thing sold. Yeah, certainly. It, it wouldn't have sold if we... It had been on the market for no, two or three yeah. years. When, you know, yeah, that's right. It already had nothing, been. No offer. No, um, no. You know, you, it, it was a... The guy manufactured batteries there, and there wasn't supposed to be any kind yeah, of no, issue, but issue. you're going to have to get some kind of yeah. survey done. Yeah. So the buyer has to take that into account when they're buying the property. Yeah. So we disclosed that appropriately, uh-huh. sold it absolute... And uh, uh, it did well. I think it brought ninety thousand, yeah, uh, something around there yeah, for this yeah, little, just... <laughs> like half acre, quarter acre lot. S- sellers were tickled to death. <laughs> back, yeah, back in the downtown. So. No front street, but it was back. Yeah, front about, street, uh, but, but way off. Yeah, the that's main right, drag. way off. <laughs> so that worked out well. It didn't front anything. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. But that's right. But you know that that's just a situation where the auction worked. You know, certainly they, it, they tried selling it, uh, you know, through broker. The broker did the best they could, but it was the urgency of the auction that made that property sell. Yeah, and we don't, you know, in this situation, we're certainly not talking down brokers. Gosh, we are brokers. Yes, we list property yep. when it doesn't sell at auction. We ha- handle standard listings just like every other yep. broker in Memphis. But in certain circumstances, um, an auction promotes action uh, in a way that a listing may not necessarily. So. Uh, that competitive bidding for that for that circumstance worked out incredibly well for that asset. It sure did, and uh, you know, Eric, we uh, this this week we closed uh, an office liquidation uh, uh, auction, and uh, you know that that's an alternative. Sometimes people are moving out of their office; they need to do it quick. They've got a lease, and they need to get out of there and not pay any more rent. So uh, we do that for people as well. So mm-hmm. real estate personal property uh we just find that the auction method creates competitive bidding uh which causes the uh 
price to go to its maximum, whatever that is. Certainly. And you know, sometimes you may buy something and pay too much for it. Yeah, <laughs> you might. And we've had that happen here just recently. And uh, uh, we're, we're a, uh, we had a vehicle that the person purchased and uh, didn't seem like it was an unreasonable price. However, there were issues with the truck. Right. And, uh, and boy, did, you know, it was going to cost a bunch of money to get it repaired. And so uh, it took us quite a while. We finally got it sold. Yes, and, and you know he ended up having to unfortunately take a bath. Yes, on that. he did, and, and and that happens sometimes. We, you know, sometimes I've paid too much for things, and and you know just that happens, and you take your losses and you go on. Yeah, and that's why it's good. It, you know, we've we've taken losses on this too. You have to learn this lesson of you, you have this enci- encyclopedia of everything, you know, in your phone. You always want to try to do researches on those prices and yeah. and, and yeah. what things cost because certainly we have. Uh, we have lost our backs on a couple of uh, deals, and you learn from that, and you keep moving. You do, and you know value is determined uh, by the buyer. Yes, you can have a great appraisal, and you can do comparable sales, but when your property comes up for sale, it may exceed those expectations. It may, or it may meet those expectations, or your expectations may be uh, lowered <laughs> because. The buyer does speak, and uh, the market changes, changes every day. Uh, you know, housing sales were down last year, although prices were up. So this year, you know, we're wondering what's going to happen. Interest rates have a huge effect on that, and uh, right now they're still at levels that most people consider high. However, when you look at when you look at uh, the average over like the last ten or twenty years, they're not high. It's just that they're higher than they've been for for a lot of people in the twenty to say thirty five age group. Yeah, and and they're they're saying, well, my word, that's just because it wasn't two and three percent, which is ridiculously low. Right, and uh, it, that was not the, that is not the norm. Now they're more like the norm, and uh, it, the issue, of course, being the prices aren't exactly the norm. That's right. Yeah, the, yeah, and and you know if you you have to have money down to buy a house and mm-hmm. a lot of uh, young people don't have that. So now it's, it's affected the market as far as the number of buyers are down, uh, because they can't qualify. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it is more difficult to qualify for a loan. Now there's a lot of paperwork you have to go through, but it's not impossible and houses are still selling. And you know, the one thing you never have to worry about if it's going to sell or not is a farm. And we have found that the best way to sell land is at auction because land has always been a great investment. Uh, land continues to go up in value, uh, especially if it's farmland and it's uh, good farmland. You're going to have the uh, probably the person farming it. If you're leasing it, they're going to be interested in it. Your neighbors are going to be interested in it, those who join it. But you're going to have interested parties all over the country. Potentially the world. Yeah. Because uh, land, especially in our area, we're just in a real good area here in uh, Tennessee, Mississippi, Arkansas, Boot Hill, Missouri, that there's a good demand for farmland in this area. And uh, an auction is, is a great way to sell your land, especially if you have several hundred acres. And you might uh, come out better if you divide it in tracks as opposed to selling it as a whole. So what we can do at auction is we can offer it both ways where 
there's uh, tracks and there's uh, 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 RSL as a whole. For example, it might be three or four tracks, or it could be uh, as a whole. And, and Eric, uh, tell us just a little bit about a simulcast auction and how that works. Yeah, so a simulcast auction takes uh, takes an absolute auction and it takes a live auction and it combines the best aspects of both. So, you know, uh, a live auction is great because it provides um, a type of atmosphere that promotes the sale of the assets. For a farm, uh, if you have a live auction, you get people out at that farm or, or, or you know, maybe uh, in the near vicinity of the farm, they can go see it, they can be taken around it. They can lay eyes on it. They can see what's in the town around the farm. Um, you know, there's a town nearby. Um, so the live auction promotes an atmosphere of sale for that asset. The The online auction provides convenience of bidding for the asset. So, uh, uh, you know, you can bid from anywhere in the world. You can be in your pajamas. Um, you could be at your bank. Uh, where you're having to talk to your banker to get, yes, you, you know, better, better. Uh, hey, you know, we got to we got to work out a money situation here. So the simulcast is where we just live stream live bidding of the auction. Uh, you're able to submit bids online um, through our bidding platform there. Um, you can send messages. To, I'm, I'm usually the one managing those. You can send messages online. So. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's a good a great way to sell, yeah. especially uh, with a. Uh, uh, real estate land. Well, folks, we have a guest with us that uh, I am just tickled to death that we've made contact with. Uh, Matt Paxton is with us. Matt, how are you today? Good, man. How are you? Matt, we, you and I have had trouble connected. I'm just, I'm just tickled to death to see your voice, hear your voice. <laughs> it's good to talk to you again, man. We, we have, we have history. We played some crazy houses together. We have a legacy, Matt. <laughs> yeah, we do. In case you don't know it, folks, Matt Paxton is the star of Legacy List. It's on PBS. Uh, what season is this now, Matt, for, for you guys? Season five. You season, season five. five. Wow. And and you did that many or more with Hoarders, right? Man, I did 15 seasons of Hoarders. <laughs> that is incredible, Matt. 15 seasons of Hoarders. Sounds like I'm saying I was doing time. But, uh... <laughs> In a way, you did. And that's how we met. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. You interesting. I, yeah, you and I were cleaning out a, a really uh, impressive <laughs> horde down we in uh, Tennessee. In, a, in yeah. our area, that's true. And uh, it, it was just fun being on that show. And, and, and Matt, the reason I think, you know, there's all kinds of ways why you're successful, but you just have this great personality, but you love people. And you you invest your time in people and you listen, you know, God gave us two ears and a mouth for one reason. And you use those ears and you, you you hear what people want, uh, but Matt, let, let's just talk a little bit about Legacy List. Tell us about the program. So, uh, TV show Legacy List it's it's a really positive show, and it's about uh, the items in our homes, and more importantly, the stories behind the items. And that's you know, after twenty five years of cleaning out people's <laughs> houses, for me, the, what keeps me going is the stories. I'm just fascinated yeah. by them. And, you know, the old adage that everybody has a story, man, that's true. I mean, that is totally true. And I just, I love the stories. And so I wanted to make a show about Grandma telling us the stories. Because the reality yeah. is we've got some incredible people that are going to leave us in the next 20 years. And, you know, like my grandma died last week, right? And my grandma's 95. Oh. 
And I mean, amazing woman lived every minute of it. It was a, it was a yeah. good thing for her not to be not to be hurt. But, yeah. I mean, you know, this woman worked in a factory during the war, and this is the last of those stories. Mm. You know, there's just not many of those left. And no. I just think, gosh, we're so lucky to have those people still alive. And so I I love my job. I get to go out and help people, and I get to hear those stories, and then I get yeah. to find some really cool stuff. You and do. So, I mean, yeah. The, sh- yeah, the show was about exactly that: going into Grandma's house, going in the attic and finding some cool stuff, and then hearing the stories behind all that stuff. So, Matt, what we see on TV is, is a real slick production. You know, you, you walk in the house and you meet the people, but there has to be a lot happen before you ever get to that point. You know, what, what's well, involved right, in, in yeah. making well, an we'll episode? Let's get on the, the, yeah. magic, the TV magic here, okay. <laughs> there is a lot that happens, but I'm unaware of all of it. Yeah. What's really nice is, um, if you ever watch, there's a tall, bald guy named Mike. Yes. He's kind of my right-hand yeah. man. And Mike will go in. He'll spend a couple of days in the house. And then we've got researchers that get to know a lot of the family story. So mm-hmm. any of the genealogy stuff that you see, we've, we've done that all. Uh-huh. We've done a lot of the research, but the family hasn't seen it. And they tell us what, they tell Mike what the legacy list items are. And they'll tell, we'll shoot, we'll film about 10 of them. Okay. And then we only find four or five of them. And so... It looks like we find everything they ask for. Well, that's not true. We, a lot of times we don't find a lot of the stuff. We just don't show you. you know. But we've started, we've started hearing that message from people. We're like, oh, you guess you're right. We should show you if we don't find it. But a lot of times I just find stuff that the family doesn't even know. That's what I love. It's interesting. Yeah, that's what I love. When you find stuff that they... That's what I love. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, Mike and I have been doing this for 20 years together. And so we, you know, if we've never... And I'm sorry, Lance, you probably run this too. If you, if you or your wife haven't seen this item before... Well, then that's interesting, yeah. right? Yeah. Mean, you've been doing this, what, 140, 150 yeah, yeah. years? Yeah, 150, yeah. And, yeah, and if you, if you haven't seen it, that says something. You know? yeah. And so I get really excited when I see something new. Because I, I, you know, I always think we've seen it all. Yeah. But like we had one fan the first, first season, we had a lady where this wasn't even on her list. And we found a flag. And we opened it. It's a 44-star flag. Oh. And... I'm like, wait a minute, 44 star? You know, we're counting it. We're trying to, like, it was late at night. It was around midnight. We're trying to figure out how, we're just trying to count how many stars were on there. And I'm like, where'd you get this? She goes, I don't know. It's been in my, tr- it's been in the trunk in my attic ever uh-huh. since I got here. And she was 70 some years old and she was, she was born in that house. Mm. And we ended up finding her great grandpa was a, uh, a train conductor the day that Utah became a state. Man, oh. and they issued four that you know he drove all the politicians there, and they issued four flags, and it was forty fourth state. And so he just happened at the end of his shift, he just took it off of his train and took it home and put it in his World War One <laughs> trunk. And uh, that's when we found it eighty some years later, sitting and in it a was trunk, just like fascinating to me, fascinating. Yeah, yeah. Know, like, and so that's the stuff I love. But we. I'm lucky they shield me from it because I need to just be curious. I need to be yep. excited and interested. And so I'm lucky. I don't know. But like every once in a while, I'll be looking for something and, and Mike will say, hey, you might want to go to the basement. <laughs> you know, it's not, you're not going to find it in this room. And it's like, okay, all right, I hear you. But for the most part, we get more excited about the things they don't know about than the things that yeah. they do. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, Matt, how did you get involved in the television industry? Well, it's funny. I had been cleaning hoarded homes for five years. I did it every day. You had a business. Seven days a that, week. I had right? a business yeah. just cleaning out houses. Wow. Man. A business called Clutter Cleaner. And I was just cleaning out houses. 
and um, did it for started working for ladies at my church. Honestly, you know, my, when uh-huh. I was twenty four, my dad and my stepdad and both my grandfathers, all four of them, passed away in the same year. Oh, and so I had to clean out all the houses, and uh, and I found out immediately that I really liked it. And my grandfather had always told me, if something sucks, do it as a job because other people <laughs> will pay you to do it. That's true. That is true. And, <laughs> And that was my business plan, and 25 years later, I'm still doing it. <laughs> but 20 years ago, they uh, they were trying to make this TV show called Hoarders. I guess it was really 15. I'm, I'm messing up the math. But, but it was 15, so I guess about 15 years ago. And long story short, um, nobody else wanted to do it. That's how I got on Hoarders. <laughs> um, there was no one else wanting to do it. There was just not many of us that did it in the country. And um, they found me... Uh, on this thing called YouTube. Yeah. It was the first year YouTube had come out. Uh-huh. And uh, a kid that worked for me was in a film school, and he wanted, he's like, man, there's this thing, there's no content on there, there's no videos. We can put them up there for free, and people will watch it. I remember saying, oh, who's going to watch it? No one's going to watch this dumb thing called YouTube. And he put it up there, and, I mean, within two weeks, I got a phone call. They're like, hey, you want to be on TV? Wow. And I'm like, well, sure. This is, And I did it, and this is, this is going to make you laugh. I did the TV show because I knew that it would get me in the paper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if I got in the paper, my phone would ring, right? <laughs> and so that's why I agreed to go on TV was to get a story in the local news. How about that? And, and it worked. <laughs> and, of course, media has changed since then. And... uh and still doing TV, which is funny. But, uh, yep. yeah, I got on TV, and I just, I mean, I was in Mobile, Alabama, and I'll never forget, this guy had, a, I don't know, a couple hundred cars. And uh, Paul was his name. He was just the nicest guy in the world. And uh, and it was just what I had been doing for, you know, help, basically helping Grandma, Grandpa. Yep. You know, and I've been helping people clean up their houses and buying cool stuff. And he had a bunch of old Grand Wagoneers. <laughs> he had a bunch of, like, like I mean, 70s and 80s Wagoneers. Oh. And I was like, Paul, these are not junk, man. We could sell these things. And he's like, no, nah, no one's going to. I'm like, dude, <laughs> I'll never forget. He had an 89 wagon here. I'm like, buddy, like, <laughs> I can't buy it. It's unethical for me to buy it from you. But, man, this thing's worth about 10 grand. He's like, no, it's not. It's not worth 200 bucks. Like, you can have it for 200 bucks. And I was like, well, I love that offer, but I, I can't do that. I was like, let's sell it for you. And he didn't have any money. Not, you know, we ended up selling it yeah. for like 12 grand. And it changed his life. You know, uh-huh. and I was like, oh, okay, this is what we got. Like, this is what's cool. Yeah. Like, the actually helping people. And that's the part you don't see on Hoarders, and yeah. you don't see on Legacy. Well, Legacy List, you, you do get to see it. You get to see me helping people. Yeah. But I tell everybody, man, we get to give a hug, and then we get a check. <laughs> and, like, that's the coolest business in the world, man, a hug yeah. and a check. Well, Matt, you certainly did a 180 from Hoarders to Legacy. Was Legacy List, did you, is that something you dreamed up or how did that happen? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I created it. Uh-huh. I created it. I wanted to make a positive show about old people. Yeah. And uh, and that's a harder thing to sell than you realize. Oh. But, but at the end of that, I just said, I'm going to make a positive show about old people and uh, I took it out to everybody I could think and PBS was just the best partner possible. And they said, look, this is, if you want to, if you want to make the show, because I couldn't make that show on cable. Nobody would have, they wouldn't have let me. Oh, I'll be. And, uh, and PBS really lets me do my thing. It's pretty awesome. And uh, I just get to visit. I mean, it's basically, if you've never seen it, it's like visiting with your grandma it, it on is. the front yeah. porch. Yes, it is. It's and very it's, we're just relaxed. doing it in the living room. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I, it, it, like I say, it's on PBS, and I guess it's different times in different areas. Is that right, man? Every, every yeah. city, it's a different yeah. time. Yeah. Yep. So That's did, the one challenge of public television. I can't tell you that it's on Monday nights at yeah. whatever. <laughs> but you can, uh, 
you can watch it anywhere in the country on pbs.org. Well, pbs.org, okay. And Matt, what if somebody thought they might have an estate that maybe would qualify for being on Legacy List? Is that... So, yeah, if you've got anything, you can. there's two websites you can go to. You can go to mylegacylist.com. Okay. Mylegacylist.com. Or you could go to um, I am Matt Paxton. I am Matt Paxton.com. Okay. Either one of those. Send a, if you need help cleaning, send us a message there. Or if you need, if you just want to feature some cool collections, you got a really big collection that you want us to see. We love showing those too. And they don't have to be perfectly clean. You know, okay. They're a little messy. Actually, I, I kind of like it being a little messy, you know. Um, and but then, if, you got to, if you just want us to look at something, just send it to us. And, we, and, and believe, believe it or not, me or Mike will probably look at it. We'll tell you, we'll write you back. And if I'm not mistaken, you go East Coast to West Coast. Is that right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. And we the, we've the only, we haven't done it in Alaska yet, but uh, we've done it in every other state. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> and, and But we'll go anywhere in the country. And so, yeah, if you've got a cool collection somewhere, and like you inherited some estate somewhere, you know, and you're not even there, that's fine. We'd love to look at that, too. But basically, if you're, if you're frustrated and you don't know what to do with it, but you know there's some really cool stories behind it, we'd love to help you. Well, Matt, you've done something else recently, and I don't want to close without mentioning your new book. Tell me about your book. Yeah, so my book is it's called Keep the Memories, Lose the Stuff. Hey, and, I, uh, I just My wife got it for me for Christmas. It is a good book. Thank you. I uh, had to have someone help me write it, obviously, because I'm not much of a, <laughs> a writer. But I but I got 25 years of experience, and so I put it all in there. And um, but what makes this a book different is I, uh, you know, there's a lot of tips out there, and that's great. But all of us, you know, there's so much information on how to clean, and it yeah. doesn't really help all of us, right? And uh, and so I was actually moving four years ago. I was moving to Atlanta, and I uh, fell in love with a lady. And me and my boys were moving to Atlanta to live with her and her kids. And uh, we, excuse me, I had to clean up my house that I had lived, I grew up in. And I, the, the irony was I was writing this book at the same time. And right in the middle of the pandemic. And I got stuck, man. I'm cleaning my own house out. And I got really <laughs> sad. And I remember thinking, I don't know if I can move. And I remember thinking, man, this book is horrible. If I'm writing the book and I can't follow my own advice... I can't publish this book. And so I called the publisher and I told them. And they were like, look, man, you do whatever you want, but it's due at Christmas. So, like, you better hustle. <laughs> you know, and so I went into my attic and I wrote down every emotion that I was feeling. And I wrote down and I said, instead of giving tips, I'm going to go by emotion. And so this yeah. book really follows how all of us feel when we're going through our stuff. And it, takes yeah. us, it helps us understand why we're holding on to the stuff of our grandparents and our loved ones and, and our kids. You know, that mediocre art that your kids make yep. it's not very good but you never throw it away we <laughs> we we teach you how to get through all of it and then we go through all the resources this is where you help me like we really wanted to make sure like i've written down every company i work with you know so uh-huh. whether you donating something selling something getting to the praise like all of those resources are in the book and it'll really help you figure out what to do with yourself if you're trying to do this yourself and I that think- was the goal the goal was to write a book that if you need to clean out your house by yourself then you got all the resources you need and, and you did that. Uh, keep memories, lose the stuff. Your introduction uh, hooks you. You know, you you, you tell about how, uh, you know, like you, you mentioned your relatives dying, and you were in this situation. Yeah. You you had to to uh, do a, uh, get an estate ready. You know. Yeah, I mean, dude, I didn't have any money, and I didn't have a job, and I had to figure it out. Yeah. And I remember thinking, man, there needs to be a. There's just no book that tells me what to right. do. 
There is and now. So it, took me, it took me 20 years, <laughs> but yeah, there is now. And uh, it's a real good book. I'm really proud of it. And it's, uh, I mean, people are really finding it now, and it's, it's really, it's helping a lot of people. Oh. But I think at the end of the day, uh, I put a lot of stories in this book because I, I just believe that's why we hold on to the stuff. Right. We don't hold on to the stuff because it's, it's not even because of that. Like, you know, you all business. Sometimes people think it's valuable financially. Well, sometimes it's valuable emotionally. Yeah. But either way, it's valuable to you. you yeah. know? And, but to me, it's the story. The story is why we hold on to it. And so this book will really walk you through telling the stories and, and how to get get the stories out of it so you can get rid of the items. Well, anybody, especially anybody that's going through uh, settling in the state, you're taking care of mom and dad or a relative, or maybe you're an executor or an executor, you need this book because it, it does – go into detail about how to get it organized, what to keep, what not to keep. Uh, and uh, it's okay to get emotional during the process, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, if, you're not, if you're not crying, you're not doing it right. <laughs> I mean, you're not paying attention. Man. Like, you. These are people you love. You know, we're talking right. about your grandpa. That's stuff. right. We're talking about your grandma. Man, yeah. you better be crying because they were good people. Yes. You know? well, and and you, I really embrace it. But I think you'll laugh, you'll smile, you'll definitely call your mom when yep. you're done. And, uh, and, then you, and then you know who to call. I mean, like, it's funny. I mean, I probably talk to you once a year. Yeah, you know, because I've always got a question for you. Yeah. You know, you and I, we work together. I don't know what three three days. Yeah, yeah. You know, six seven years ago, but like, you know, but we've been able to stay in contact because we always needed to help each other. So like once a year, folks, he'll call me or I'll call him and we'll email each other. Like, oh hey man, and I and like the email started in like 2016. I think. Yeah, you know, like we and we keep writing, but it's like you just never know. You know, and I put all those resources to get in the book so we can help each other. Well, out. it's a great book. Keep the memories. Lose the stuff. Folks, write that down. Keep the memories. Lose the stuff. It's an easy read. It's an emotional read. But you know what, Matt? 90% of the people at the sound of this program are going to go through that. They're, they're going to have yep. to settle in the state for somebody. Mom and dad. In the next ten, yeah, probably in the next 10 years. I mean, it, I mean yes. it's an insane number when it, you look at it. It uh, is an insane number, yes. And yeah. that's... Was it 30, 35% of the country will be over 65? Yes. I think by 2050. Yep. Like, that's... That's amazing when you really, really think about it. Well, Matt Paxton. They all got a lot of stuff. <laughs> What's the future? Are Me? you going to just stick with Legacy List and you've written a book? Leg- and- yeah, Legacy List. I'm, I'm cleaning houses now, man. I got, I got, uh, I'm going back to clean. I got a, a whole bunch of my uh, companies. How my about that? Cleaner. We'll be, we got 20 offices opening up uh, this year. And we'll be helping people clean houses for the next 20 years because it's just too much work. And, yeah. Uh, and I'm real excited to do that, and we'll continue to do Legacy List for a very long time. Well, good. Well, it's a great show. Again, it's on PBS, Legacy List. Matt Paxton. Man, it's a pleasure talking with you again. And the and the website is MyLegacyList.com, correct? My leg- yep, MyLegacyList.com, or IamMattPaxton.com. I am Matt Matt, great talking to you. Guys, thanks, thanks for having me. Keep doing what you're doing. We'll talk some more later. Thank you. All right. All right. Thanks, y'all. Bye-bye. Eric, I don't know if you remember. Do you remember when we were on Hoarders? I do yeah, remember okay. when you were on right. Hoarders. And the reason that we got on uh, Hoarders, we we had a, a, a customer who, who yes. bought you know fairly regular from us. Uh, very um, regularly. And uh, uh, wonderful, wonderful lady. Yes, she uh, was. Just the sweetest, sweetest she could be. Yeah. Uh, but sometimes people get in situations where a family member dies, where uh, life just kind of hits them yeah. the wrong way, yeah. and they develop a bit of an addiction to just procuring stuff. It gets to be a bit of a safety net for them. Yep. Yeah.
And um, we have helped people out of a few of those situations. Yes, we have. Uh, yeah. Now, we're not quite like Matt, so we don't necessarily handle going in and, and cleaning things out. Um, but we we do go in and catalog your stuff pretty much regardless of how cramped up it is. Now, if it's not worth anything, we probably can't do an auction for you. But yeah. we have rarely found it that it's not worth anything. Yeah. Uh, your mom was real good about going in and uh, uh, helping people decide what to keep right. and what not to keep. And uh, I've mentioned it before. There were times she said, oh, no, you need to keep that. And I'm saying to myself, wait a minute, Terry. That's going to bring several hundred dollars. We need that in the auction, you know. But, you know, she's, she's thanking the client first, and that, that's what it's about. And uh, a lot of our clients are, are in transition. They're moving to the retirement home. They're moving in. Uh, maybe close to their grandkids or maybe moving in with their children. And so they have to get rid of a lot of things. And uh, so we help them in deciding what's best to keep, what's not to keep. That's right. Most people find the more they sell, the better off they are. Uh, the, yeah. Yeah. You know, they, they keep too much. And then when they get their new place, they realize I don't have a place for that. It doesn't fit the decor. Or and, I just don't uh, want it anymore. Yeah, or I just don't want it anymore. I yeah. thought, you know, it looked good in my old house, but I don't Not like here. it in this house. And so uh, we encourage people, you know, if you don't if you don't think you're going to use it the next year, sell it. Right. Yeah. Or if you haven't if you haven't touched it the last keep it. Oh. <laughs> Tell you you're working me too hard. If you haven't touched it in the last six months, uh, you probably don't need it. That is exactly right, son. So, uh, again, we're Walker Auctions. You're listening to Time to Sell here on KWAM 990. And uh, we help people sell estates, uh, sell farms, sell your house. Uh, we have we do a lot of collections. You know, we did several collections last year, uh, knife collections, gun collections. Uh, we're in the midst of this huge toy collection right now. And uh, it's, it's a great way to, to do that. We are with a group called MarkNet Alliance, and that's about 65 auction companies across the country. That's kind of like being a, in a Century 21 or Remax, except much smaller. And uh, we, we work together. So if you go on our website, you will see auctions from other auction companies besides us. Uh, for example, I think we've got one from uh, the Redfield Group uh, in Alabama. And actually, that auction is though is is in holiday tennessee that's right on the line and it's a it has a some commercial trailers in it if you look for commercial trailers uh mike's got those for sale also uh an auction in tony alabama and it's called the henley estate it has tractors in it equipment tools and much more and uh that's on our website so these are other MarkNet members and uh they'll do the same for us you know we we may get an auction uh coming up that would be of appeal to people all over the country. So we uh, make requests from our market members, and they will post your auction on their website in, in their area. And in this uh, uh, age of uh, Internet where you can just reach the whole world, uh, that is so important that you get the word out of what you have to sell. And uh, MarkNet has several hundred thousand I think it's somewhere, is it like 800,000? 850,000 uh, registered bidders. Registered bidders. Yeah. Think about that. 850,000 registered bidders uh, that we have access to. And uh, these are bidders all over the world. Uh, and and so 
an auction is we we've seen that concept change so much in the last 10 years uh and we live auctions still are out there people still do them uh but the online auction method has just uh, kind of taken over especially in the line of what we're doing now if you're in the cattle business your cattle auction is probably still going to be live if you're an automobile dealer your automobile auction is probably going to be live and uh, of course benefit auctions that we do they're live and and that's a that's a, another part of our business uh i'm going to be in atlanta here in the uh, a couple of weeks working for a charity there. I'll be in Cincinnati working for a charity there. We do several auctions here in the Memphis area for charities. And um, I have a title called Benefit Auction Specialist. Uh, that's a designation that the National Auction Association uh, puts out. And by the way, I'm presently president of the National Auction Association. Terry, who's normally with us today but is not, she is a past president of the NAA. And uh, I wrote helped to write the uh, benefit auction designation and have trained hundreds of auctioneers to conduct benefit auctions. So there is a uh, right way and a wrong way to help raise money for your charity at auction, but a good organized benefit auction should make you a hundred thousand dollars or more if it's done right. And if you have workers that will uh, help uh, solicit great items and get the right people there. So if we can help you with that, uh, Again, we're Walker Auctions, located here in Memphis, Tennessee, 901-322-2139. That's 901-322-2139. We'd be glad to work with your charity if indeed a benefit auction is something that would help you raise more money. Um, Eric, as we've got a few minutes to close out, uh, we're looking at some uh, more real estate to sell. Uh, that uh, We should have a house or two up in the coming months. Uh, the toy collections will just keep on coming. Those will not stop for the foreseeable future. <laughs> if if you or you know somebody who uh, uh, likes to collect, uh, most of these are like in the 80s. Is that right? No, actually, or, a lot that, of these are, are fairly recent. Fairly Although recent. I say okay. fairly recent. I mean, 20 years ago. Okay. Okay. You know, yep. that's I, I keep getting up there. So fairly, <laughs> fairly recent keeps getting further and further away. Huh? <laughs> uh, but but there are all kinds. Yeah. Like all say, kinds. in the box. And uh, we'll probably have maybe three or four more of those uh, at least you know yes uh coming up so if you're into toys we got them and uh, uh as i said i i'm president of the national auction association so part of what i have to do is to go to state conventions and talk to them and uh i'll be doing a lot of that in the coming weeks i'm going to be in iowa and i'm going to be in colorado and be in georgia and i'll be uh Missouri. It's always good to go and hear how other auctioneers are are making money and helping people. It is. I learn a lot from them. Uh, Also be going to Little Rock here in a few days. I can drive to that one. That's good. Uh, But we, I I enjoy that. I enjoy uh, talking to auction auctioneers in other states, find out what's working for them. And uh, then I give a presentation about selling real estate at auction. Uh, Then I have another one about uh, using a, radio and tv in your advertising i mentioned kwam 990 when i'm yeah. know, giving that lecture now you know this this radio station has been very good to us this radio show has been very good for our business and i tell auctioneers how to get started with that uh, uh, the type of station you want to look for uh the type of ad you want to run and uh how having your your own show can can help you out 
so that's that's one of the lectures uh, that I give. But auctioneering is what we do twenty four seven. It's all we do, uh, and it's thanks to you and uh, out there listening. The phone rings every day, and we appreciate that. And uh, what we, the way the process normally works is if you have something to sell, let's say it's it's a house or it's contents or the business liquidation or whatever, you'd call us at 901-322-2139 and uh, kind of briefly tell me what you have, and then I'll assign that to the person who will best take care of it, and, uh, and then they will meet with you, come out to your place of business or your home, and uh, take a look at what you have to sell, and then we'll decide if an auction is the best thing for you. Yeah, that's right. It's a very uh, simple process, but it involves a lot of labor. We have six auction managers, and they are workers. Yes, they sure are. <laughs> yeah, we can do this without them. It, it takes it takes a lot of work to get an estate ready before the auction. Uh, you go through all the stuff. You weed out what's not saleable, what is saleable, what, what's the best thing to sell, and uh, and then we lot it, put it on the website. It's usually there for maybe uh, uh, 12 days, 14 days, something like that. And and then uh, countdown clock stops, and we close the auction. Yep. And then a couple of days later, you'll come and pick it up at that on site. So, again, we're Walker Auctions here in Memphis, Tennessee. If we can be of help to you, it's 901-322-2139. That's 901-322-2139. Or go to our website at walkerauctions.com. And what we like to say here at Walker Auctions is when it's time to sell, Walker Auctions doesn't fiddle around. Except for that boy, Eric.